1: Thanks for staying tuned to The Morning Run. In the studio with me are the very hardworking boys, Philip C. Keep Calm. Boys. Boys. <laughs> Gentlemen. And I'm Wong Xiaoning. Let's turn our attention to the fallout from the decision by the Federal Territories Pardons Board, which is headed by our former Yang Diputuan Agong, to shorten the sentence of Datuk Sri Najib Razak. So last week, the defence lawyer for his team, Dan Sri Shafi Abdullah, held a, a press conference to divulge the contents of a letter.
0: Which purportedly detailed the process in which the decision was made by the Pardons Board. Shafi said that the former Agong had wanted to give Najib a full pardon, but the Pardons Board had advised him against reducing the sentence.
2: The government has not responded to Shafi's claims, but the revelations add to the chatter over the controversial decision. So how are these developments affecting Amno, who have staunchly stood behind Najib despite being part of the Madani government?
1: Joining us to discuss the dynamics at play is Irina Nachwa Amatsai. She's a director at Bauer Group Asia. Good morning, Irina. Now, first off, what has been the reactions within Amno regarding the commutation of Najib Rasak's sentence? Is there a difference between how the party leadership and the grassroots view these developments?
3: Yep, thanks, ning Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. I think definitely. So from the front, of course, with any political party, you have to kind of show a united front, or at least put effort to show a united front. So from the outside, we see that you know Amno is upset with that decision because their stance is that, you know, that Seri Najib is innocent. Um, however, if you look within or maybe if you talk to me you know, deeper down within the party, there could be differences in opinion. It is a bit divided. I mean, although there is significant majority Majority or significant number that does support Najib, you cannot be seen as supporting or you know being anti Najib, right? You um, want to show that you are uh, you know defending you know your former um, party president. So I think that will definitely there's definitely a difference because when you acknowledge also an expedient return of um, Najib and you know shortening his sentence, that could also mean a challenge to the existing party leadership. So that could be that conflict. So of course you can't say that out loud and those who are more on Zahid's camp uh, may have to kind of like toe the line a little bit you know to show that so there's definitely a difference but it may not be so upfront Uh, but within the party there's definitely some um, difference in opinions
0: And so last week Najib's lawyer questioned the deliberation process of the pardons boy and signaled that the former PM might file another petition for full pardon right So what do you make of the narrative that Najib's legal team is trying to portray here?
3: I mean, of course, that is his lawyer. Um, He he is expected to defend his client and portray that, you know, the system or the the judiciary is flawed. Um, If you notice in the way that he presented himself, he he did quite well in trying to create doubt, um, you know, in terms of how the decision was made. I think he highlighted a difference in um, how the letters were written. I think he questioned the department um, that wrote the letter saying that there were some blunders and mistakes, In comparison to the letter that the Agong, or at least um, you know, by the Agong, was shown and he showed it um, to the media. But if you also listen very carefully, um, you know, in how he presented, um, you know, how he defended Najib, it's also it can also create a lot of doubt because he said, "I am told, um, so I've heard, and I'm sure this is true." Um, So it is not necessarily very clear, and I think that kind of confusion does create benefit um, for his client because now there's a lot of question and. It worked, you know. As we talked about it, as you mentioned it earlier, that people are not sure now what the decision was, and whether or not the existing, you know, ministry administration had some hand in um, the reduction of um, the sentencing.
2: Arena, uh, this this issue of the commutation of Najib's sentence, you did allude to the fact that it might actually weaken uh, the omnipresent that uh, Ahmad Zayed Hamidi's position, given the discontent within the party. But my question is, who does this benefit at the end of the day? I mean, uh, nobody seems to be winning, right?
3: Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, maybe to a certain extent, Najib, uh, because, you know...
2: But he's still in jail.
3: Of course, but you see the narrative now has changed. There were a lot of confusion in terms of even the justification um, of the pardon. You know, there's questions around, oh, um, we looked at the contributions he had to the country. Um, We looked at, you know, all these other things, a collective decision. So I think it's more of, you know you don't have to do anything and you know the 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 unclear communication um you know kind of also helped maybe you know Najib a little bit but he is still in jail and of course he still has to meet out but you know the fine was reduced by a lot um you know and for you know for those who are have been defending um you know um you know that uh you know the corruption cases and you know saying that you know these are wrong then that's a huge blow to the Malaysian population right like 250 million ringgit from 210 million but you're right even within amno i think that's going to be a very different story there's going to be a challenge in leadership if najib's expedient um you know release occurs um and then of course that will challenge the leadership and also shift the dynamics within the party as well so that would definitely be an interesting time to see within um you know amno dynamics um, as a political party
2: I'm also curious, know, why isn't UMNO able to move away from Najib's legacy? Aren't they aware of what he has done, the, uh, the, the, the magnitude of his corruption?
3: I mean they they are probably aware but I think if you look at how the statements come out they seem to think that it is not his fault um they say that there was an unfair trial so it is difficult because you cannot see they won't admit that you know that, that 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 what he did was wrong because they felt that the process in itself um was not fair so then you see already very two different pit- uh, principles or metrics being defended here um so it's not as easy to say that you know yeah, if you can't you see what he did was wrong. Um, also they are looking at um you know, a political leader within Amno. Um, I mean, he has strong legacy, right? And that mm. definitely also factors um into the decision of uh, party leadership and party loyalty, party loyalty, sorry.
1: which leads to my next question, Arena. Do they still see him yeah. as that silver bullet that will restore the party's fortunes because they had such a disastrous showing in g e fifteen and also the recent state elections?
3: Yep interestingly right um that's you know interestingly you see the amount of support that he still has even though he is in jail um and even within um even leading up to the trial. So he does have a significant following. Um, having said that, um, like I said, you know, when it comes to political parties, you kind of show have to show a, a united front. But there are definitely those within Amnon that felt that he also was part of the reason of you know Amnon's decline because of the court case, because of 1 MVB, And, you know, there's a reason as well as to why um, in 2018 the you know it went into mm. the opposition hands. So definitely, I think there is a strong force. Um, I mean, there is a growing need to, or, or maybe a real that maybe even under Zahid and looking at the coalition now, maybe they feel, they feel that if Najib returns, things could be better. It's always hindsight 2020, right? You mm. know, if you go back and be like, oh, Najib's time, it was great. Economy was great. Things were great. Yeah, it's just that one thing um, that he did. And of course, if you compare it to other things, like look at this administration, you know, I mean, I'm not saying me, but I mean, in general, like, you mm. know, they also haven't done as well. The economy is not doing great. So maybe in comparison, that alternative or that reality with Najib around is much mm. better.
0: I mean, how does this impact the Madani government?
3: Um, yeah so I think there is some definitely question to commitment to reform we saw this from Birsay. um, we saw this also from the Malaysian bar I think <clears throat> the, la- the or the unclear communication from the administration doesn't help um to build that credibility so in terms of how the decision was made was it collective was it the agong I think that was unclear um, but at the same time I think right now it does impact the administration because it was this administration under this administration that that you know Najib got the pardon so right now I think for the administration it should be a focus on on policy execution and implementation. They released a lot of plans last year, right? We've Mm. got the NIFP, NETR. Subsidy is going to be a big thing this year. So I think execution of that is what the industry is definitely looking towards. All right, thank you very much for your time. That was
1: Arina Nachwa Ahmad Sai, director at Bauer Group Asia, uh, giving us her views on Najib Razak's uh, reduction of sentence and also fine, and who are the winners and losers in this?
0: Mm, I think it's so interesting how um, Amno is playing this, you know, the, the in front perspective, the behind the scenes. I find it so fascinating. Of course, it's not very good for the Madadi government and how they've communicated and managed the whole process. But more intrigued by what's happening within an Umno.
2: It's just more interesting to read between the lines. Not not just yes. within Umno, but uh, the component, uh, the other component parties of the madari government as well. DAP is just is is, an, is another one. Um, you kind of sense that not everyone is entirely on board with this. Yep. But everyone is still putting up a united front, nonetheless.
1: Okay, it's done. So everybody's probably thinking, what can we do, right? Let's repair the situation. Hopefully, the repair is the focus on reform and carrying out that Agenda A as soon as possible. Um, we will discuss how sustainable is the rally in the US tech sector. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to
0: a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.